Good morning. Hi, good morning. So today is March 16th, I think. Yes. And we are um, going to talk about the importance of the Sabbath today. We're going to read that part. But first, we're going to open in a prayer. Okay. <sighs> Heavenly Father, we ask in this time where so many people are worried about the pandemic that you place a blanket of peace around the world, that you inspire all the hearts of humankind to receive your love, your healing, your abundant goodness. We ask that we are all inspired in the ways that our lives provide for us to help others with all that we have with the extra that we have, that we share it, and that we become a world united in kindness. Thank you, God, for the, all the provisions that you provide. Amen. Amen. Thank you. So I want to say two, two little miracles before we get into this. Yes. One is, I was listening to some... I was trying to find my center this morning while working out, and the phrase, there's a blanket of peace around the world, really? was used, and I was taken by it, because I loved it so much, and you just used it. Where, where was it you heard it? Where, I was listening to Abraham Hicks this morning. Really? Yeah. Oh, my god. And I always just let it randomly play. That's funny. Isn't that wonderful? So, yeah. clearly, that's a phrase that I need to be reminded of and, and, and use. Yeah, and, that we, we all need to maybe think about... You know, and create it with our thoughts and our hearts, just that blanket of peace. Right. Because so many people are anxious right now. Right. Um, we've just, just, just for the record, we've, the whole country has been instructed to stay home to stop the spread of the coronavirus, which is starting in this country and, and has devastated China and South Korea and Italy and is now gaining power and strength in Europe. So we're pretty good here, but you know, we have we do have cases and everybody is taking to isolating themselves and staying home to prevent the spread, which is the the best course of action right now. So interestingly, we thought that we would talk today about keeping the Sabbath since it seems to be forced upon our entire nation to keep not just one day of a Sabbath, but many days. So we're on page 221. And that was the second thing I want to mention. So I, we, we didn't know where this was in the book. There's not a index in the back and you opened right to it. I did. It's so funny. I love this. It's so funny. Right. And it's just right there. So you'll, you'll read it for us. Okay, Elizabeth. Yes. Okay. It starts with the fourth law. The fourth law of Moses states, You shall remember the Sabbath and keep it holy. The Sabbath is a day of grace, which follows six days of work or creation. It represents a rest from the labors of structure and a return to the love that you are. Through rest, your inner rightness can be restored and brought into an appropriate celebration of divinity. Keep this day holy by entering the heart and experiencing the sacred bond with your creator. Experience the love of peace and the joy which wholeness can bring. In this sacred time, 
Love also the one spirit and celebrate its wholeness. The keynote and higher intelligence of the Sabbath is respect. That begins with respect of the creator and extends to respect of all life and to the patterns of creation in the universe. There is a universal rhythm which comprises the melody of divine order. That rhythm is played out as six beats and one pause, six points and one center, six planes and one surface, six men and one leader, six factors and one purpose, six actions and one rest. Observing these rhythms is part of respect for divine order. It is no accident that man's appearance in the universe is expressed as the sixth major event of creation. The love, faith, and consciousness which compose the true essence of man represent the culminating glory of the universe. You are the children of the Father set in the midst of and in command of life. Only in recognizing the resting interval can you savor that which has been given to you and release that which has no further purpose in your life. In the resting intervals, the power of wholeness works its miracles and divinity brings forth its greater blessings. By respecting the intervals, you demonstrate your reverence for a greater power and a higher will than any you can possibly envision or manipulate. Through observing the Sabbath, you learn the true meaning of surrender, which is nothing less than faith in divine providence, the principles of higher intelligence, and the power of non-action. Without these points of rest, life becomes an endless pattern of linear progressions, obligatory actions, and eternal drudgeries as cycles of six follow cycles of six follow cycles of six with no moments for rest, peace, or restoration. When the true principles represented by the Sabbath are disregarded within a society, it will fall into oppression. This follows as surely as day becomes night. Our creator instituted intervals between cycles of action that the fruits of creation may be counted and appreciated. Without a pause for blessings, how can the soul be in receivership? How can the soul be at peace? Wow. Wow. Isn't that awesome? It's so awesome and it's so appropriate for right now. And I mean, we are, we, here we are, we're all home. And we're all sitting here going, well, what do I do now? You know, what, what do I do? We're so used to doing. We're so used to always having something to do. Our heads. You know, even for those of us who don't normally have that much to do, it's hard <laughs> because we have something. And, and we're almost, you know, we're just at a loss. And, and this speaks to me so, so much because I can't go out and do what I normally do which involves being in the public, you know, being in public spaces, which isn't advised for us right now. And it might not be advised for, uh, you know, weeks. I don't know how long. So it's hard. So, but I mean, this, this, um, this here, uh, where was it? He yeah, said, it gave me an answer to what I'm struggling with, which is just the pain, which right now it's in my imagination, although I know it's, it's happening and is the reality of a lot of people, that by the system stopping, by the halt, mm -hmm. by the pause, so then jobs are lost and the unknown is compounded. And, and I just feel for those people yeah. 
in those situations where it, it's really hitting home. And while I keep trying to find my own alignment through that thought, because I clearly do not want that to happen for anybody, what is nice is to remember the oneness, the one spirit, the, the celebration of wholeness. And clearly I will do everything that is in front of me to help. Whatever that but you is. Know, it's interesting. I just had the thought because of that one spirit and that connection of the one spirit, if you are a person who can find a way, you know, through their meditation or their prayer life to connect to God and to hold that connection to God, it's so important for you to do that right now because right. you're doing it spreads it to everybody through the oneness and the connection we all have. So if even if you right. feel like you're doing nothing, but if you can sit there and you can connect to God, you can bridge that human God, you know, uh, you know, barrier, it's not really a barrier, but you know, you can bridge that not just for yourself, but for all of humanity because for if we have points of light like that around us, it is going to create a blanket of peace. You know, those people out there that can effectively pray and connect to God in, in any way that they do it, if they do it through walking, through <laughs> meditating, sure. through anything, you're also serving. You're serving the moment and in in humanity in that way. So really, I know we want to all help those people. And the most obvious thing is the people who don't have food. You know, let's give them, right. make sure they all have food. Um, and And... But not everybody's going to be in a position to provide food. Well, and the hardship, I think, is that if they're caught up in worry, then they're not getting the genuine rest, which this affords. Like, there exactly. is a blessing in yeah. that, okay, let's all take a deep breath here after generations of of hard work, Yeah, which is a way to look at it. But if, if people aren't, they don't feel that they'll have that support. Then, then they don't get that. that well, moment. I think, but that's you know, up to them. But I, I think suppose. it's very true. Just in our normal life, before this pandemic came about, people never people stopped taking a Sabbath. People stopped oh, taking sure. a whole day to relax, and um, and it, it's just be, like so, everything is now all the time, all the time, all the time. Uh, so, I wonder if on an energetic level somewhere right. in the universe. Uh, or our earth, you know, energy, we almost created this need for a stoppage. So you know? I want to read this next part because okay. this is what I remembered about this, which okay. I think is so interesting. At this point, I asked him whether it mattered which day of the week is considered to be the seventh day. He answered, that does not really matter. As long as it can be agreed upon by a large enough sector of people for it to represent a suspension of work and effort among the people. There must be a genuine interval the way sleep provides an interval between one's days. This is essential and it is holy. The Sabbath is a celebration of the one spirit in the most reverent sense. He reminded me again about the words of Moses where he had requested that the Sabbath also include the manservant, the maidservant, and the beast of burden. This is a day of relaxation and introspection in which every member of the community is embraced in love and unity. 
A man may privately honor this day and experience it subjectively in his own way, although he cannot experience its fullness, its full power without extending its blessing to others. This is a day of grace in which everyone is unconditionally loved and forgiven their obligations to labor of the world. So nice. The Sabbath is the heart's day, a time for prayer, contemplation, spontaneous gifts, kind words, and simple respect for the holy. It is in this practice we cultivate an abiding respect for unity and divine order. Wow. That, that to me was such an, when I first read it, 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 it just painted such a beautiful society for a moment, yeah. that thought. That because it's not just that everybody, you know, we're, I think we're good in this country about the right to work and the encouragement to work. And that if you work, you can then progress in economic means hopefully and and also personal development but but this provides that resting beat which also says but guess what i'm gonna love you unconditionally mm-hmm. yet your value doesn't rest just just on what you are providing to society by that daily work but but that you are part of this community and because of that i love you and you are and you're part of the one spirit. And that's an element I think if we were to look at this as a sabbath that is missing. But on the positive note, I think we can see it. To your point, if we are in alignment and we feel we know the divine order is coming to pass and is part of this, we can pro- we literally can provide that that community of unconditional love and support and fearlessness for those mm-hmm. around us. It's a big torch. It's a hu- it, yeah, it's a huge torch. And it's, it's also a huge challenge, I think, because even though we're okay, you know, I, I don't think you and I are particularly worried at this moment about anything in our lives. It just happened to hit perhaps coincidentally, perhaps just by divine grace, you know, it happened to hit us in a place where we weren't, we were just entering a a pause. We were finishing a great effort and now we're entering a pause before we do another great effort, you know, just in terms of of our work and and our livelihood. And, And so it kind of coincided with a good place to rest. But I'm sure that's not the case in many for many many people and um but you know i think we can only work with what we have yeah and maybe that's the whole point maybe our perspective is to be promoters of the peace mm-hmm. of a genuine peace of how can we help people sleep at night yeah <laughs> and how can we ourselves sleep well at night yeah what if we were to actually embrace this as a listen what's outside of our control we we can control are going out and socializing and that's been asked that we don't do that okay we but but other than that we can call it control what we eat and what we think and what we give to people and what we take on 
we we could we could actually own this. You know, and I think that word surrender. Yeah. You know, is is one of those key words in the whole passage of, you know, yeah. what are we? Ha- what do we surrender in order mm. to experience a Sabbath? And we're surrendering, and it's almost like an offering at an altar because it's always something you want. Yeah. You know, I want to do this, or I want to, you know, not fully, you know. Right, and we're always asking. We're always thinking, how can I stretch this, you know, to not fully comply to what I'm asked to do? I'm asked to stay home, you know? So I'm going to look for ways where I can rationalize not staying home because it's hard to stay home, you know? But to surrender, to look at that as your, that's what you're surrendering. And just between you and God, that's a holy thing. That's a... That's a interaction that's happening between you and God because if you look back over history of you know agricultural societies and everything where you know everybody had to surrender something on the Sabbath, it wasn't always easy, it was never easy. Everybody had a thousand obligations always, you know. But but if your society, if it's part of your societal, yes, rhythm, if you have that, then it's not that hard. It, and and I think back then you had it, everybody respected it. That was okay. the way the society was. And even when I was growing up, it was unheard of to have anything open on a Sunday. Stores oh, really? were not open on Sundays. Yeah, it was It was very rare. It was a, maybe a pharmacy, but maybe not. I mean, really, grocery stores, things were closed on Sunday. <coughs> you had to plan around that. And but it does make you... So it, it, it uses the word savor. Like, can you yeah. savor then what you have? I mean, I think about Chick Fil A all the time. Every day, I, every time I really want Chick Fil A, it's Sunday. Of course, because you can't have it. But it makes me savor the fact of what it is, right? And and at the very least, we are all becoming remarkably aware of what does what is the economy? What is a job? It's more than just a place to go and something to do. It, it it's all these connected values of life that that serve us and this pause allows us to savor that if we get beyond the fear if we get beyond that we can recognize that it's that there is good and i think yeah and i think there is that you like you said i know we all are worried about those who are not in good situations because of this and Hmm. Um, well, you know, here's here's what I think. And reading this again, and the commandment, it's pretty simple. It says, you shall remember the Sabbath and keep it holy. Really interesting to say, and keep it holy. Yeah, because it's not just keep it, but yeah. it's keep it holy. Keep it holy. And that That's a huge difference. You know, and I wonder if this... Um, this span of time where we are quarantined to our homes is, right? you know, an opportunity to also keep that holy and to trust that and God find will the provide. Holy there. You know, and I think I look back at my life and I look back mm. at when I was most afraid of not having what I need. That was the time when I learned yeah. how to connect to God and let God provide for me. And... Truly, and I don't say this in any light way at all, 
it's when you are most without that you are also closest to God and closest to that miracle of God providing. Yeah. And and the trust that that miracle of God providing is oh. very, very, very well in hand for every single person on this earth. It is not impossible for every person right. on this earth to face that with you know this the with the intention of allowing God to to surrender the fear and to surrender the need to God so God then can be that miracle in their life and they will be so blessed by that forever knowledge and connection to God that God did provide however that is um so yeah, I mean, so yeah, maybe we are just called to do what it is in front of us to do. And for some people, it will be delivering food. For some people, it will be praying. For some people, it will be staying home and watching children. I a lot of healthcare providers. You know, a lot of healthcare providers really need to be cared for mm-hmm. and supported, and um, you know, certainly appreciated. But I think also it's a, it's an opportunity for God to show himself in the world. Yeah. One person at a time. Um, and I guess that's what I pray for. I pray that that you know we're shocked by the by the glory of God in this time of trial. Right. That we are shocked by it, that it surprises us and it amazes us and it and it is a greater purpose that is served. That yeah. we haven't thought of, that we are now inspired by, because because we have this t- this. It's like if you want to look at everything as having a purpose and an intention and not being by you know chance, right. you know then the the purpose of this could be really truly magnificent. That so many people connect to the holy, connect to to what they their own. You know, which, experience which of even God. just the nature of this, which is social isolation, is so interesting. You're you're taking away again another external thing to look at, and you have to go further in. Now, of course, there's lots of wonderful distractions and entertainments at our own homes, and there's certain people we can interact with, but but that stripping away of finding that peace or that serenity outside of ourselves. Yeah, and it's it's a challenge. It's a challenge to surrender to where you are. And I I and I'm, I'm having the challenge just to surrender with even these ideas, right? Of of where other people are. Yes. Because like, if yes. I just look at my own situation, I'm going to be very clear, it's beautiful (laughs) it's fine it's lovely I feel so remarkably blessed so blessed that I want to make sure everybody else feels that connection and has the resources they need for sure and it's that's my overwhelm then is becomes is that my is that my role and I was reminded today you know and again that this is part of keeping it holy sure do the work in front of you. Do what you can, but do not take on the burdens of the world. This is 
holy. This is holy. This is God. And you know, I hate to say this, Elizabeth, because yeah. I know it just sounds weird, but you're in a position right now to give money right. to the right place. You right. know, like I called the food bank and said, what can I do? Yeah. And you know what he said? No. He okay. said, we have so many volunteers. We need money to buy more food. Okay. And that's he said, great. that's what you could do. You could give money. Okay. And it's such a good place to give it because they get it, they get the food wholesale. It's so much better to give to them well, and they than have to all go the to a grocery in store. Place they have it all there. It. So I think, awesome. you know, finding the place in your own community where you can do the most good is sometimes just giving money. And it's so hard because I know we want to physically do something, you know, the urge is to physically move the world. Right. And, and it's hard to think that my donation is going to move the world. But if we all give something, it will certainly. Can you imagine if all of us gave, you know, something, everybody who just normally wouldn't says, well, you know what? I'm okay. I'm for the coming next from month. a place of abundance. I have I have more than I need this month, and so if I'm not going to physically share my food with my neighbor, I'm going to do one better. I'm going to allow some place like a food bank that can buy food wholesale, that can buy four times the amount mm-hmm. of food for every dollar that you can get at the grocery store. I'm going to my I'm going to multiply my ability to help others just by doing it in that way. Right. So, yeah, and but then again, I mean, you know, I, I reached out to a couple of people I know that might be, you know, needing help, and I think we can all think about one or two people we can reach out to, as which well. is a beautiful blessing that comes from this. Yeah, I mean, we, even if we, we only know, know one or two people that need help, I mean, that, but that's okay if we all do what that. What a beautiful phone call to get. How are you doing? I mean, and and I would encourage not just those that you know probably have limited resources physically, but like I was speaking with a friend this morning who's struggling emotionally just with the thought that she's well off and there's so many that aren't as well, right? There's there's this the, the, there's, there's a, a need in yeah. all of us to, to make sure we're all okay. I mean, yeah. and so often the system allows us not to look at that, which is neither here nor there, but we're in a situation now where we're looking at it and we have to see it. And there's been paintings painted that show a very stark reality if something isn't done, if we don't yeah, step up. If the world does stop, there are a lot right. of people that, you know, really have no other, you know, means of support than, their, right. you know, the jobs that they just lost. Um, hopefully we'll, the government will do a lot for that. So, going coming back to this, I think one of the phrases that I just looked down to is respect the interval. And yeah. I, you know, let's not, I don't want to sit here resisting it. I'll respect it. I will take it for what it is. What if not we do more, more than what it is. What if we do more than it, respect it? What if we embrace it? Yeah. What if we actually embrace it as... Maybe this is the rightful thing right now. Maybe this is necessary for some reason that I have no idea about because we have ignored the Sabbath for so long in our society and I have ignored the Sabbath for so long in my life. You know, I've just kept going and going 
you know, without a pause. Right. And so, you know, life is forced to pause. So maybe I need to embrace it and make mm-hmm. it holy. And how do I make that holy for me? Yeah. You know, that's that's the question that I'm going to take from our podcast today. How do I make that holy? And, you know, holy could be a whole lot of different things to hold on different people. Oh, without a doubt. <laughs> yeah. Um, but respect, yeah, respect. What does it mean to respect the interval? That's right. an interesting right. thought. And, and I, it kind of, you know what, it, it, first thing that comes to mind is it means don't try to change it. Ah, uh, right. <laughs> you know, it's like to totally respect something is to not try to modify it in any way. That's true. Right? I respect it for what it is. I respect it for what it is. I'm not going to try to get out there and, and modify it. What, what a strange, um, because for me, all I want to do is modify it. All I want to do is I know. come well, up with a way we that have I don't have to do this. Of resistance to oh, this. it's hard as anything. We do not want this. No, right. nobody wants to stay in their house. You know, but nobody wants the downfall of an economy. <laughs> yeah. And with yeah. all due respect. I mean. Right, right. And, and it's just to actually respect it. I mean, to, to respect it is, it's an interesting concept and it's, it's a really hard challenge, I think. Um, so we got a couple major things here. We got respect for something as it is and we've got surrender. There was another big um, important principle, I think that. Where was I, I also think. Uh, let's just introduce this other voice here. <laughs> this is Bob. Bob. He Bob. was interested Bob. in listening. Bob. And I'm Bob. glad that. Um, fascinating hearing you talk about. Thank you. Um, there is a pause interval, whatever the word is. It seems to me that we've entered into something that we never thought was possible and it's it's sort of almost made us rethink things if we look at this idea that we're socially isolated we physically have stopped schools you can't go to school you can't be with your buddies at school we've stopped businesses you can't you can't sit down in a coffee shop you're not allowed to you can't be in a restaurant and go social you've literally stopped socialization which is fascinating which is absolutely fascinating so on the one hand you're talking about a pause and the sabbath it's it's like this thing has been taken away from the from Europe to China to the United States has been taken away of being able to be social and it's so interesting that you were talking about Sabbath and pause at the same time where it's almost as if you 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 don't know you have something till it's taken away uh-huh. oh yeah uh-huh. and and in in this idea that now you can't be social you can't yeah. be with other people and we and and this Society that we live in has gotten so identity politics and identity this and in country that and country this. We've forgotten just how to be people with people. And it's almost as if that has been taken away from us to where we're like, okay. And, and the only way to get back to ground zero is to go the whole other extreme. You, you're wow. not allowed to be with other people. And it makes you realize the value 
and that God is not just and, and not just this thing that you worship, this thing that you pray Outside to, of this us. thing. It's in each one of us, and it's with each one of us, and it surrounds each one of us. And when two of us get together, and I, I keep thinking of that, the, the biblical expression, mm. when two or more get together in my name. Well, guess what? Watch what happens when you can't get together. So how do you feel and this and that? So we're being sort of uh, looking. So the pause, in my view, is one of stop. I'm going to show you where you're going with this antisocial identity, racism, all this stuff that you keep throwing at each other and criticizing and blaming each other. And there's, there's untruths that exist out there from everybody about everybody. Now you can't even be with somebody else. Mm. And the pause is making us look at just being with another person, not judging them, honoring them and loving them. And this interval is so fascinating because we're like, we don't know what to do. <laughs> we're not allowed to be with another person. I mean, it's, it's almost But it's not just people we know. We're not allowed to be with strangers. We're not allowed to be And how fun is it to be community. with strangers? Right. I mean, you know, it's right. like, I love to just be in a store with strangers. In community. You know, and just kind of feel like I'm part of the world right. yeah. that's moving and they're moving with it and I'm right. I'm in motion with the world with other people. Right. That I don't even that's have true. to know them. I don't even have to love them. You know, just to be around them is nice. It's just to... And, and so it's, it is... Very, it's very interesting. It's very interesting that we're all becoming so appreciative of that yeah. aspect. Of that, yeah. I mean, we still have, and we've gone so far with the other stuff, the technology and the text messaging. Oh, and the yeah. Internet and oh, all this other yeah. stuff that we... Which is so we, isolated. We've almost been slowly removing ourselves so much from actual human-to-human -human interaction, and now we're being sort of shown, and it, it's a little different than... The lesson of the Sabbath, maybe, we're, now we're being shown, okay, let's go a step further. Now, let's see what it's like to be physically removed from each other, you know, uh, you know. And, 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 but also just no, taking away the thought that, well, you could go, you can go tomorrow, you can go later. And be with other that people. we don't know. But to know you can't, you know, it's, it's so much harder thinking right. I can't. Right. You know, unless I'm willing to break, you know, the quarantine that they're asking us to have. And and, and that's just, you and, know, that, that really hurts, you uh, know? Tremendously. And this six on top of six on top of six right. on top of six without the seventh involved. Look what the internet has given us. Right. The internet and all this appearance of socialization has given us... You, you wake up and you look at your text messages the next day, whether it's Saturday, Sunday, Monday, or 12 or 4 in the morning. It doesn't really matter. The news is 24-7. Your life is 24-7. Everything is now at your fingertips. And, and it's gotten to the point where there is no pause. There is no interval. There is no this in that. And all of a sudden, to have to take... Now, that's not being paused. What's being paused is you realize that's pulling you away, not only from a pause, but pulling you away from being with each other. Um, well, you know, it's interesting because <laughs> I, we just, uh, we just had a thing at, uh, at one of the, at, at, at our church that 
was talking about mindfulness and you know the the key principle of mindfulness is to just be in the now to take right. this now moment and of course that's a big movement right now of being in the now and if you kind of think about it it's you know maybe it's too much for us to think of a whole day of being conscious of I just know. that day but you know we as a society we're trying to just do one moment, you know? We're trying to do a minute. We're trying to just have a minute where we're fully present in the now. And yeah, and then they said, you know, it's like the world said, a minute's not enough. Even your 20-minute meditation, not enough. We're going to give you three weeks, you know? I mean, we're going to give you a huge amount of it. So it must be really needed, yeah. you know? It must be that we are not embracing this on our own and so we're kind of forced to embrace For it sure. and that's you know yeah, that's what happens in, in nature right it's like you abuse nature yeah. to and one extent and the, you know right. then you're forced to like if, if there's a drought you know right. all of a sudden you appreciate water and if there's right you know right. if there's the, the other fascinating thing just to coincide with this that yeah. you we can't be social with each other we're not you know literally we're not supposed to congregate right, which is so interesting, is the fact that if you do go to the news and you do go to the internet, it's the same thing over and over again. There's nothing new. No, new, no doctors <laughs> yeah, coming out. Yeah, we pretty much got it. We yeah, got, we got no it now. Doctors yeah. coming out, yeah. which is absolutely it's fascinating. Rehash. It, you know, you, you might want to go to the internet, but it's all about this virus, and it's all about the same, Doesn't same, same, good. same, same. And there might be one tiny little thing. Well, the president said he's going to release some money. There might be one tiny little thing. But basically, if you go and you look at the news, it's the same. And there's so you, you got it. A week ago, you got yeah. it. Yeah. There's a limit to how, much you, how many times you, you can can't do it. So, and whereas, you know, in the past, you know, they were talking about a variety of things. Maybe right. there were some other things that would come up. But right. now, now, it's all there is. 100%. All there so is. as a result, yeah. you've got this one, one line of news so that's not that you can't be with other people it almost brings you back to that interval pause sabbath realizing maybe where is god in all this where is god well god's in those people people that really want to be with other people I know, right? <laughs> so I mean, that's thank you god for letting me be with other people my whole life because right. i really like that i never appreciated other people so right. much and maybe god is is kind of in some of the good news not just the bad news or whatever i mean it's such an interesting time and and i, I i'm just going to say this but one of the, the things that I think it really does is bring the people that are with you to be, as you said, in the now with you. Yeah. There's so many times people are with other people, but they're not with them. Well, right. Yeah, right. You have to be present. present. And it, you know, it made yeah. me think, this would be a completely different, let's imagine the internet went down. I know. Right? It wouldn't give us this lesson. Right. I think we'd all be freaking out about the internet, but not right. actually connecting with people. What an interesting turn of events that you take away something and then that's all you want, right. to your point. And, and you also recognize the blessing in that. You know, for sure, we would recognize the depth of how much we use our phones and the internet, without a doubt, if, if that other thing happened. But what this is allowing us to see is it's the depth of, of holiness right. within community and within supporting community and within the pause right 
it sounds crazy to me that a coffee shop, you can't go sit right? in a coffee shop with other people that may be on their computers or whatever. You can't go sit in a coffee right. shop now. You can go in and get a cup of coffee, but you can't sit down. You can't be with community. You can't hang out. You can't go to church. The churches are all shut down. So you can't go be with that. I mean, it's like really fascinating. It is. And and what how that has, what the reaction it has produced in us. Mm-hmm. You know, and if I think if you and I can say we're pretty typical people, mm-hmm. you know, that... Yeah, all I want to do is go sit in Starbucks and have a cup of coffee. Right, I want to go sit you know? in a pew in, in church and, yeah. and, and enjoy the camaraderie. Sorry, I, you know, like maybe I avoided church for a few times, but, <laughs> but now, boy, I'm never going to avoid it anymore. It's like, I wow, done. I get right. to go to church. Right. Um, you know, but it's so true. It's like just going to the grocery store. Right. I'm not supposed to go to the grocery store. And I truly have everything I need, and if I don't have one thing, I can live without it. I have other things that, you know, substitute. But I want to go to the grocery store. Right. I want to right. go. Right. I Isn't really, really do. Right. Or, and or uh, you and I know our daughter has a friend over that has been through other countries. We literally can't be in the same room with her right now. Yeah. Because she's traveled through so because many countries. Because so many airports and there and might all this. be a real possibility with the test being somewhat inaccurate or not uh, that she might have. She might be a carrier, carrier, even though she's not your house. Right. So there's all that That's thought right. that whoever else is in the space that you're in. Yeah is going to contaminate that space if they're a carrier. And that's just a crazy thought. It's like, you don't want it to be true. You want to just come up with, well, no, not if they're over there and I'm over here. Or not if, you know, not if I go in and out really fast. You know, well, surely that will help, but it doesn't completely take it away. I know. And then, then, they say that uh, the thing that really gets everybody pausing on this whole thing, and to stick with the pause in the interval, Mm -hmm. is, it's going to get worse before it gets better. Mm. So when they say things like that, you're like, oh, you, you can't just say it's going to pass. It will pass, but you can't just say that. But if you they stay, say the way it spreads is yeah. But if you stay true, you do to your own quarantine, you will not experience the worse before right. the better. Right. You know, if you stay true to if it. The, if if you don't, then and also if you stay true to it, you're helping everybody else as well. That's right. You know, you're helping not spread it, and that's and it's like a service. It's like a gift to right. to every to each other. Right. It's like right. our responsibility right. to each do. other, right. and and that's, you know, that's it's right. almost like non-action is the gift. Like Which, non-action is you, is the action. You know, that's what he said. That's what's so cool, and that was, I highlighted that, that surrender through observing the Sabbath, you learn the true meaning of surrender. The true meaning, which is nothing less than faith and divine providence, what you need will be provided, the principles of higher intelligence, and the power of non-action. Wow. We are struggling. And you opened this up with this, we are struggling. As a society that likes to do, this is hard. This is really hard. The the, the power power of non-action. You know, the the pleasure of non-action. It's the power power of of non-action. It's giving it's, enough time. Here's the other thing that I thought was so powerful was that, let me see if I can find it. And it's a word I haven't used a lot. And that is, how can the soul be in receivership? Mm. Yeah. Because we don't take time to do that ever. Mm-hmm. You know, we don't want to do that. We just we want are the to doers. We're the go- doers can and we the givers. Be receivers. Yeah. Of the blessing, of the new, of the Sabbath. Well, you see, also, creation. to just not do and to 
non-action and having that faith that God is is has provides. Exactly. And that so what is the what is the good of God providing if you're not there to receive it? If right. you're not if you're not a, a cup a vessel for right. receiving right. if you God's, haven't paused right if you haven't done this you haven't received you know it's funny I do this little thing in the morning right before I get up before I open my eyes it's like I wake up I, my head is on the pillow and I know I'm awake but I'm not really a hundred percent awake because I haven't acknowledged the room or anything <laughs> in in the room and I I just I I'm starting to, I did it before and I'm starting to do it again, but it takes a while to really get into it. I'm not fully there yet, but I say, I say, okay, God, I'm listening. Okay. And I just try to have a moment where I listen and I don't say, I don't think anything. I don't, but I, but I just listen and listening is a way of receiving, Oh yeah. you know? And, and so I, I have, I'm not getting any impressions yet, but I used to do this every day and I used to get all kinds of great, mm-hmm. you know, messages, just impressions in, in my brain. And, and so that I thought, well, I'm going to start doing this again. To be honest, it takes, takes time to oh, sort of get there. Sure. But, you know, I think, you know, that's, that's kind of, you know, I have time. I don't have to jump out of bed. I have time. Huh. I have time to sit there in that one kind of in-between moment, in-between wake and sleep, of saying, I'm listening. Not, I'm, a- I'm not asking a question. I'm, not- I'm just going to listen. I'm just going to listen. You know, there was a great metaphor. Um, I think it was Marion Williamson who used it, who said, it's kind of like going to the doctor, and you're going, okay, well, here's the situation, da 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 and this is what I think you need to do, da 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 and then leaving. And yeah. never, the doctor never get literally gets to say a word to you. That's what our life is so often like with the divine, right? Yeah. So here, God, I need this, this, and this, and this, and thanks for this, but this is really, I can't and I gotta go. Prove this. <laughs> yeah. Okay, gotta go now. Right. Gotta go. If you gotta don't go. have you, you, doctors don't talk for you. long usually. You just need a pause to hear. Yeah. Okay. Uh, here's my prescription. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. You know, <laughs> let me give this to you. <laughs> Yeah. to cure your ills or whatever it might be. Yeah, and, and I think, you know, as long as now, you know, maybe we will spend 20 hours watching television instead of, you know, doing nothing. But maybe in the when we get bored of that and when right. we're tired of reading or we're tired of playing cards or whatever it is we're doing here to keep ourselves occupied, maybe if we just had a few minutes every day where we try to just listen to hey. a higher power... And, and just see if anything comes. You know, if every single person in the world did that, that'd be a whole wow. lot of God coming into earth, right? Mm-hmm. Just a whole lot of receiving. So maybe we don't have to do so much, but if just we did a little, yeah, um, that would change the well, world. Well, when you look at it, like it's still six beats to one pause. Yeah. God's mm-hmm. that powerful. He doesn't need you to be working. You don't have to. He do doesn't it. need to the six it's days. Not, we need yeah. the six days. Right. Yeah. He just needs, he just the, needs pause. the pause. The pause, right. Yeah. Wow. This, well, is, this has been an interesting conversation. Yeah. We're glad to have you join, Bob. Yeah. Oh, thanks for thank joining you. us. And Lily is And joined. Lily, you know, woke up from her nap. So she's actually being very good and quiet right here. But she's here, too. Can you say hi, Lily? Say hi. Say hi. 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 Oh, uh, no, little, little no. bashful on a podcast. <laughs> okay. So, well, why don't we finish in prayer? Okay. Will you pray with sure, us? Sure, I'd be happy to. Lily, can you say a prayer with us, please? Okay, let's, here, let's, let's hold hands. hands. Let's hold hands. Let's say yes. amen, okay? 
Here we go. Oh, maybe not. <laughs> okay. Heavenly Father, divine power and grace, pure love, we welcome your presence in this pause. We seek to find the good that is happening here. We ask that we have our eyes changed and see how this is happening for us, not to us. We ask for the healing and the health of all those affected, not just with the virus, but then with this aftermath, that wherever the circle was broken, it is repaired by your love, by your presence. We ask that we see this as a divine moment in history of an outpouring of love of yours through us and to us. And we look with open eyes and gracious hearts at what is before us, and we ask for your divine guidance to tell us exactly what to do in this time. Thank you for the Sabbath. Thank you for your presence. Thank you for all of creation and the fruits that we are able to enjoy that this time allows us to truly, truly appreciate. We love you. Amen. 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 <laughs> Thanks for listening, everybody. Hope that your day goes well. And please reach out to us if you need anything. Yeah, we're here. We're here. Ready we're ready for help. you. Yeah. Love you. Thanks, sweetie.